You're listening to the Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. Hey, if I get a phone call real quick, I'm going to need to pause. Hold on. Just, could you just introduce yourself, though? And I'm Jose Rodriguez. All right, now what are you saying? I might get a phone call. Well, I'm expecting a phone call because my aunt's in the hospital. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not trying to hear bad news. Why can't you just leave it as a phone call? I'm just saying that I might have to answer it. So if I get a phone call. I know, but you had to get the whole aunt in the hospital thing. <laughs> well, I'm not good with bad news, right? Okay, yes. So. What do you uh, want me to tell you? If I picked up the phone call, you'd be like, why are you picking up a phone call? Yeah, I would have said that. And you would have been like, don't worry about it because you can't handle bad news. Oh, okay. So you just want me to say you can't handle bad news. That's correct. I cannot handle bad news. And talking about this is now begging the question, what's going on with your aunt? Uh, don't tell me. That's I, the thing. I don't know. That's uh, the thing. That's why I'm expecting the phone call. But she's in the hospital. In ICU, which is not good. You don't need to tell me that ICU <laughs> is not good. Obviously, if you have a family member in the hospital and you start saying things like, I'm expecting the call, that's bad. You don't ever want to get a phone call from the hospital. Unless it's kind of like, oh, guess what? You know, pick me up. Todo bien. <laughs> Everything's good. Come pick me up. I feel amazing. You know, Emma, don't pick me up. I'm running home. <laughs> I feel so good. Yeah. I'm just going to walk home. I feel so rejuvenated that I'm good. So now you got an aunt in the hospital. You're expecting the call. Yes. From who? From my cousin. Wait, what? My cousin's supposed to call me and let me know what's no. going on. No. What about a doctor? Why don't we just cut the middleman out and just be like, you know, pa, just put the doctor on Just the have the doctor call me. The cousin's just going to tell you what the doctor told him. And of course, you're going to have questions and the cousin is not going to know. So it'll probably go something like this, right? This is the call that you're waiting for. And I'm the cousin calling. What's up, Fausto? Jose. Oh, man. Uh, mom. Oh, man. Oh, man, what? What's going on? Uh, I, It's a lot, bro. It's like. What what did they say? What did the doctor say? A lot. Oh, man. He was just talking, bro. Mm-hmm. And his face, right? He had that look. Like, good look? Bad look? Right. That's what I'm talking <laughs> okay. about. He had that look, bro. You you just had to be here, man. He was, like, talking and he, saying all these words, man. Well, did they say when she's getting out? Yes. Okay. When is that? He gave me, like, several dates, uh -huh. you know? And the machines were beeping, you know? And mom was like, ay, mijo, you know? And I was like, I couldn't pay attention, bro. So I'm just calling you because you told me to call you. Yeah, but w what info do you have for me? I just gave you the info, bro. It's a lot, man. It's so much, man. Oh, man. So you feel she's doing good? She's yeah, gonna... yeah, no, bro. No. Yeah or no? You're no, giving I mean, me two mixed signals no, there. No, I'm not. I'm giving you a straight-up signal, man. It's, it's, yeah, man. No, bro. So what's the diagnosis then? It's, oh man, you don't even know, bro. I know. That's why I told you to call me. I, I want to know. I'm calling you, bro. I'm just telling you now you know, you know? I, but I don't. Yeah, you kind of do because you know as much as I do. Is the is the doctor in the room, Fausto? No, fíjate, no. He, he left, bro. He's like, you have any questions? And I'm like, I don't, but I got to call Jose. So you didn't ask him anything? No, because I had to call you. <laughs> I'm like, you got to go. I got to call my cousin. Well, can you leave a little note for the doctor to call me? Yeah, bro. No, that doesn't work that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you see, that's pretty much how the phone call is going to go. Right. Don't get a call from a cousin. Get a call from the doctor because that's who you want to hear from. Right. You want to hear from the horse's mouth. Unless you're a horse calling me, don't call me. You want to know. That's how it was with my grandmother. 
you know, this doctor was calling us and he was telling us straight up what it was. And if we had questions, we could ask him. And we knew that whatever he said was the final word. But more importantly, it wasn't just what he said, but you could analyze how he said it. Right. The tone he's saying it, his emotion as he's saying it, his expressions as he's saying it. The words he chooses. Because he's never going to be like, uh, she's going to die tomorrow. He's going to be like, well, things don't look that good good for the next 24 hours okay yeah that's when you're like okay i can read you (laughs) i know what you're trying to say i got it with your cousin he's not gonna know because he doesn't understand what's going on he's probably hungry and waiting to get something to eat so bottom line is you don't want me to give you bad news is what you're saying i don't deal well with bad news you understand there's bad news all around us i'm trying to insulate myself and like remain in a bubble in a good news bubble So then I shouldn't tell you that my mom fell and hurt her back. Okay. So are you telling me this because when she hurt her back, she discovered that she had fallen on a lottery ticket and then the lottery ticket hit. And so now she's a millionaire with a bad back. Can you at least tell me that? Pretty close. Oh, pretty close. Yeah. She did win the lottery, but she won the lottery of having her L1 broken. Wait, what? How is that a lottery? Because she won. Not a lottery she wanted to win, but she won it. No, she lost that. (laughs) She lost it. What do you mean she got an L1 what? An L1 is one of your vertebrae, your your lumbar one, and she has a small fracture in it because I had to take her to get an MRI. All right. So, my God. All right. So now your mother's got a broken back. She has a, a fractured vertebrae. Calm down, Dr. Jose. She's got a broken back. Can she walk? Yeah, she can walk. Pero con queja. Ay, yeah. ay, like that? Yeah. Because your mom is tough. She is. Your mom can like put up drywall. And she's how old? 81. For her to crack her back, she had to fall really hard. She says she was walking backwards and her sneaker like stutter stepped. And then she started hurrying backwards to catch her herself. And she just fell right on her butt. Why was she walking backwards? Like to move something. She was walking backwards to move something. Here we go. What was she moving? I don't know. She didn't specify something in the kitchen. She was walking. See, you don't ask enough questions. See, as the lawyer, I always want to know what exactly... Exactly what you're doing, and can I sue somebody? Well, it's at her own house, so I'll she figure has it nobody, out. I'll find no, somebody, nobody I'll, to sue. I'll put somebody in that house. <laughs> you know, whoever designed that house, I'll find somebody. I'll, I'll dig. I'll dig enough. I'll find somebody. This house that was built in 1986 is at fault for you falling, bum. Somebody built it. <laughs> somebody messed up, and if that person's dead, they got descendants. Okay, I'll go after them. But if your mom broke her back because of some faulty design, right? Okay, we got to find fault, and that okay. that person's got to pay. Hold on, you know what? Why don't you just call my mom right now? Yes. Let's do that. Hello. Hello. Hola, preciosa. Ay, gracias. Hola, preciosa. Eso me viene bien. Mira, este, yo te llamo como abogado. Ajá. Uh-huh. Because I'm very concerned about the fall, la caída. Uh-huh. And I want to know what exactly you were doing. ¿Qué tú estabas haciendo? Pues estaba frente al fregadero uh-huh. de mi casa. Entonces terminé, yo iba a limpiar. Yo estaba en tenis. Mira, los tenis que llevaba a casa de José, que trabajé tanto allí paliando aquel piso. Y no me pasó nunca nada. Uh-huh. Entonces pongo el pie derecho hacia atrás y el tenis se quedó clavado en el piso muevo el otro y ya empecé perdí el balance, empecé para abajo, para abajo y lo que se me ocurrió fue poner las dos manos y bueno, que el fondillo no sufriera mucho porque caí cataplán 
Cataplán o Cataclán? Bueno, no sé si es Cataclán, pero mira, pim, pam, pum en el suelo. Pero me levanté más rápido que me caí. ¿Por qué te levantaste tan rápido? Bueno, porque quería saber si, vaya, si me movía, si todo estaba bien. Bueno, no me dolía nada. Me moví los pies. Bueno, hice disparate, porque ahora me doy cuenta que hice disparate. Ah. Pero como no me dolía nada... Entonces, mi hermana, yo no sé dónde estaba, pero cuando la veo, le digo, me he caído. Y voy a llamar al doctor a ver si me da una cita hoy o, o rápida para que me hagan un rayo X. Los rayos X no dijeron nada, todo estaba bien. Pero claro, yo seguía entonces con dolor. Ya yo empecé con dolor, me mandó Tylenol, un músculo relajador y me ordenó un MRI. Entonces me lo hice la semana pasada y ahí salió que hay una fractura. Mm. Yo me sigo moviendo, pero despacio. Sigo tomando mi medicina. Gracias al Señor conseguí una cita para ver al ortopédico el miércoles próximo. ¿Tú has tratado de ponerte VIX en la espalda? VIX en la espalda. Sí, ¿Dónde? Al... En el fundillo. En el fundillo, donde te duela, en la parte donde te duele en la espalda. ¿Te has puesto un poquito de VIX? No, ese remedio yo no lo sabía. Ay, nena. Ponte, ponte VIX en la espalda Ajá. y te acuestas en tu estómago para que, pa que no se riegue. Ajá. Entonces, por la mañana cuando te despierte, sí. te sienta, mira hacia arriba, dil petipum pitipen. Pitipum, pitipin, pan, te para y ya. Ajá. Cuando vaya a ver el LMRI, no van a ver nada. Ay, hijo, pues esta noche lo voy a hacer. Y tú le dices, fue el Vix y el pitipum, pitipan, pan. Sí, mira para ahí. No tengo que perder tanto tiempo. Ay, caramba. Te quiero mucho, Pero bendición. Si yo sé eso, ay, gracias. Pero si yo eso lo sé, lo llamo primero usted. Ya, ya yo sé, ya yo sé que aparte de abogado. Ya, llámame a mí. Un PH. Llámame a mí que yo te resuelvo todo. Ay, gracias. ¿Y cómo está la señora? Todo bien, gracias a Dios. Trabajando. Ay, Dios. Sí, hay que trabajar. Hay que trabajar. Para ese matrimonio. Sí. Óyame. Y. Ay, le iba a decir algo y se me olvidó. Mira cómo está la mente. Me la voy a poner en big en, en la cabeza también. <risa> Ahí en la frente, ah, en la frente. Ya sé, ya sé lo que quería. Eh, vea esta entrevista tan rápido así que me cogió de sorpresa. Eh, voy a salir en la noticia, Fox 35. Algo así, no, mejor que Fox 35, mejor que eso. Sale ¿Sí? en mi podcast, The Ellie Castro Show. Ah, bueno, pues ya. vamos a ver cuando vea a su compañero, pues a ver si me lo enseña. Estamos todos claros, gracias. Gracias a ustedes, que el Señor los bendiga. Igual, los quiero. un abrazo. Bye, love you. Bye. I got to the bottom of it. What? In one interview with her, I figured it out. She was at home, uh -huh. right? And she complained about the sneakers she was wearing. She said because she had used them to help you out, uh -huh. they worked just fine. But you see what happened is they got worn out oh. while she was helping you. Okay. So they could no longer help her and sustain her. And that's why they got caught and she fell. So you're saying yes. I'm at fault yes. because her sneakers were yes. worn out. Right. So you're already one of the defendants. <laughs> And the other one is the radiologist. Why? Who took the x-ray and saw nothing. Because there was nothing x-ray-wise. Yeah, there was. I mean, if you take an x-ray of the back and you don't see a fracture, uh, you're going down. Okay. That's two defendants. I'm sorry. Are you defending one of the defendants? Save it, bro. Okay. Tell it to the judge or your own attorney. Okay. Gotcha. You see how you guys are already conspiring? Oh, there's nothing to show. You know what? Save it. You can have your little chat with the radiologist because you're both going down. 
Sandra and I went to our son's pep rally slash homecoming kind of event. Nice. Uh, and my son is involved with uh, the student government. And uh, so this thing was kind of new because I'm not very familiar with the whole homecoming thing. You never went to homecoming in high school? I thought you were going to say you never went to high school? I went to high school, but in New York, we didn't have homecoming. We just had a, like a pep rally at the gym where we all got together. We all left class and we rooted for our team and, and that was it. There was never like a dance or nothing like that. We have a, we had a mixer, like a dance. That's but, probably homecoming. But they never said this is homecoming week. Homecoming I came to experience like in college where there was like homecoming week and that was usually right. in the fall. But homecoming in high school, like a month into it, what are you coming home to? College is when you like come home, I guess, right? High school, one month in, what, what are you coming home to? You come home every night. I, I don't understand. So I, I didn't get that at all, but I still went. Right. right. I was still, you know, trying to stay positive. But right where the parade was taking place, what caught my attention was this little small business called Judy's Doll Shop. Oh, and you know how in the podcast, we crazy about dolls. Yeah, that reminds me of when we talked about looking at haunted dolls, which yeah. was episode 169. 169. That's a crazy episode because we're all about those haunted dolls and the market that exists for them. And then in episode 220, we actually called a dollhouse hospital oh, yeah. for haunted dolls. Remember that? That was great. That that exists. That was great. So when I saw this, I thought, there's a doll shop? Ooh. So I got online. Here's what it says. Judy's Dolls specializes in new from the manufacturer limited edition collectible dolls, including Adora dolls, reborn type dolls, and the newborn nursery, showcasing a variety of the world's premium lines to doll aficionados. Did you know that they were doll aficionados? I did not. Could you imagine making that introduction like at a date? Thank you for taking me out. It's been fun so far. Thank you. Normally, I, I, I don't meet people online, so this is definitely a first. Yeah, it was it was great to meet out and come out for drinks, and I'm having a great time. Yeah, I, yeah. You're definitely just like you put online. It's no like no surprises. No, no, but I, um, I, I hate to cut this short, but I kind of have to go. You have to go? Yeah, yeah. I just, you know, I have things to do, you know, you know. Is this not working out? No, no, it's working out. I just, um... I got a lot of, you know, I got a lot of babies uh, at home. No, not, no, not in that way. I mean, um, you, you didn't know, say you had kids. They're not, well, they're kids, but they're not really kids. Okay. What, what type of kids are they then? Uh, well. Like goats? What? Goats? Goats? Yeah. A little baby goat is called a kid. Is it? Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's where you went with this? Well, I'm okay. just asking if that's what no, it was. Didn't know that a kid was a goat. Okay. Well, no, no, I'm, I'm thinking uh, non-living. No, see, you're thinking, you, no, no. You collect dead kids? No, 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 no. I, um, I'm what you would call a doll aficionado. What? Yeah, yeah, I'm a, I've, a... I've heard of cigar aficionados, which is actually really cool. Oh, really? Well, then yes. there you go. I am maybe just as cool or cooler because I am a doll aficionado. I, w I wouldn't call a doll aficionado cool. Those two words don't go together. Well, you haven't met me. I did. And check, please. Yeah, so that whole doll aficionado is, uh, is a bit strange. But it tells you the world that we're in. 
because the Adora dolls, for example, are dolls that represent toddlers. Oh, like yeah. a like a real toddler? Like yeah, a, these are like as close to human-like as possible. Those would really freak me out. Yeah, toddlers, right. Those are like, yeah. like available for Halloween purchases. No, right? thank you. No, check this out. The reborn type represent newborn babies. And they look like newborn babies? Bro, they package them in little bubbles like a placenta. I know. And... You're supposed to cut them out of the placenta. <laughs> like a C-section? Yeah, with like a scalpel. There's videos of this online, and they're wearing blue gloves and everything. And they pull the baby out of the placenta, and the baby is like really tiny, like all shriveled. And then they have to cut the umbilical cord? Yes, and they put like a little like silly putty, and they cut it, and they put the pampers on. What's freaky is that, okay, it's kind of cute when you do it the first time, but what, five years later, this baby's still a newborn? You know what I mean? Like, And these dolls are expensive. Expensive. And you said that's what's freaky? The whole process is freaky. And the skin, the reason why they're reborn is because it's like as close to human skin as possible. Oh. So this isn't like no. hard plastic, like what you're used to. This is like as legit as you can possibly get without like putting veins in it. They're not using like like dead body skin. I don't know. Why you're asking well, me like I'm a doll aficionado. I don't I don't know. I'm just Well, you did research. I just want to know if you had gotten to that part of the research. No, maybe I stopped myself in time. <laughs> then Judy's doll also has a nursery. Like they take care of your your baby? Like straight up, she's got like cribs. Like what you would see in a nursery in a hospital. Rows of like babies in the little blankets. That's crazy. But they're dolls. You might as well have like basketballs or, or footballs with a blanket over them in rows of 10. That's what she has. Did you ever have to take care of a baby in home ec in high school? No, we didn't have that. I've only seen that on TV or in movies. We had to do that, although where I've seen it, most of the time it's like with a bag of flour, like a five-pound bag of flour. Right. We had an egg we had to take care of. Just an egg. But it was signed by the teacher because immediately when I got the egg, I'm like, I'm just getting another egg. I can replace it. And no problem. No, she signed it, and we had to keep that egg if you broke it or anything. And then the last day, which she didn't tell anybody. You had to eat it. No, she broke it to make sure you hadn't boiled it. Oh. Oh, smart. Relax. That's way too much. Just come. Where'd you go? Where did you go to school? Like in the in the inner city? It's a private high school in Miami. Private high school? Yeah. A private high school, and she didn't trust you guys enough to have to boil to boil it. And she check had it. me in class. Oh God, you ruined that reputation. But the whole point is, imagine if we would have had these dolls. Like you gotta carry around a life size baby that looks real. It's scary, real. And she's got this thing that's called a newborn nursery adoption center. Yeah, so you don't just go buy a newborn. You have to, like, adopt them. Fill paperwork out and adopt it? All of it. Like, she has to see if you're worthy of adopting this yes. baby? This this toy. It goes, at the center, we give the individual a memorable experience that creates an instant connection to their new baby doll. To begin your adoption process, simply complete the form below to request a convenient time for your one-on-one -on -one adoption session with Judy. Wow. It says, the new parent, not, not the seven-year-old kid. 
Right. The new parent will receive a choice of newborn nursery baby doll. So you get to choose your baby because that's real life. You know, when you stand by the window, you go, ah, dame ese. Well, for adoption, it is. You get to choose what baby you're getting. Not in a nursery like that. No. You don't look at, at, at two rows of 10 and be like, ah, oh, you know what? I like this one. Can you bring this one and this one closer to me? Can you put this one and this one next to each other? Okay. Uh, let me hold them first. Tu me entiendes? Then it goes, you also get an ID bracelet. You get a completed birth certificate with an embossed footprint. You get a proud new parent pin because, you know, it's all about the pin. You get a diaper. Because well, that's all you're going to need. It's a doll. It's not going to poop. Definitely getting you ready for real life, right? Right. I got a baby and I got a diaper. <laughs> you get a baby bottle. And then it says you get the experience of a lifetime. The experience of a lifetime, though? I wouldn't consider it a lifetime. What would you consider an experience of a lifetime? Going somewhere that you've never been before and seeing, like, maybe one of the seven wonders of the world. The Great Wall of China. Yeah. That's an experience of a lifetime. I went to the Great Wall of China. I would not consider that an experience of a lifetime. Why not? Because you can see it on YouTube. <laughs> you understand? You can see it from all angles, any season, day or night, fossil. But it's not tangible on YouTube. There, you were actually stepping on it. You walked on not it. Not a big deal. No? Not a big deal at all. I didn't stand there and walk around going, this is an experience of a lifetime. Instead, you walked around going what? I should have just watched it on YouTube. <laughs> really. An experience of a lifetime for me was when we jumped out of a plane at 15,000 feet. That is an experience of a lifetime because you're only going to do it once in your lifetime. You hope you're able to do it multiple times. No, not even hoping. No? No, nope, not even hoping. Because you're saying if, if we live. Right. Right. If I live, I'm going to regret that I did that this I once. Right. This isn't about, oh my God, I just, at least I hope I can do it again. No, no. I hope I get to regret doing this. But that's an experience of a lifetime. Like, that's one thing you do once and you want to talk about it because you're only going to do once. Well, for me, it's not an experience of a lifetime because it would, somebody had pushed me if I skydive. They do push you because you're attached to the guy. Well, I weigh more, so I'd probably have to attach them to me. Papa, they got the parachute, okay? They're going to attach themselves to you. You're going to be in the front. You're going to have no say. You don't, even, you don't even get to say when you jump. No. You just fall. <laughs> and then you're just hoping that this guy pulls the cord. And that it's not his last day. Right? And you're just hoping that it's not <laughs> the last experience of his lifetime. So, you know, when I come across an interesting business like this, I'm going to look them up online and I'm going to look up the reviews. So, of course, I don't need to look up the five-star reviews. We can imagine them, right? Oh, my God, Judy's dolls are amazing. I adopted the best one ever. They're so lifelike. I had to do my own C-section. It was like I was there at the birth of it. It was an experience of a lifetime. I want to look at the one-star reviews. Yes. Because that tells you what the business is really about. And it tells you what kind of experience you're about to have in a lifetime. This review is from Jackson Pope, one star. I've been buying dolls from Judy's Dolls for some years now. Whoa, gotta stop there. He's an aficionado then. That's, this is a doll aficionado, right? Yes. He goes, my niece wanted to buy her two daughters baby reborn, so I told her about Judy's Dolls. Well, when she purchased the dolls, she was told by one of Judy's employees and Judy herself, if you spend more than $100 on a doll, you are able to have your child bring their doll and play in the hospital, which is in the back of Judy's dolls at any time. Wait, they have a hospital in the back of the store? Why not? They can have whatever they want. Nursery, hospital, university, college, high school, whatever. They're just dolls. A mortuary? Well, easy. The review continues. Well, I took her there to play 
and we were told that they couldn't play in the hospital. Well, I was furious. My niece spent over $450, and now they couldn't play. It was all a lie. $450. What? How many babies did she get for $450? Two. It says she went there to buy two baby reborns. Wow. She could have gone to Toys R Us and bought like 40 Barbies. Could have bought the whole row. Yeah. It goes on to say, needless to say, I will never recommend or shop there anymore. Uh, you've been going there for years. Your niece just spent 450 Um, The con is complete. Yeah. Uh, I think they got you. They've got you for a long time, and now they got your niece, too. Yeah, we're good. Judy's like, I'm good. You know what I mean? I got your money. It's non-refundable. Then he goes, confronting Judy, she was very rude to me in front of my six- and eight-year-old nieces. Judy responds. Oh, this is going to be good. She goes, this was a big misunderstanding both on my part and on your part. Easy. Victim shaming. That's right away. Yeah. Right away. It's not me. It's both of us. Yeah. So we're both at fault. Me for conning you, and you for paying me. <laughs> She goes, we told the adult who bought the dolls that the girls could come in at a later time since they were not present when the dolls were purchased. Oh, that's because the niece bought the right. bought the dolls for the daughters. Oh. The daughters weren't there. Got it. So then he's taking them to go play in the hospital. And Judy's like, no, you can't play. So he came back. So yeah. he was there with his niece. And then he comes back with his great nieces. Correct. Like, yo, I want to play. Oops, I mean, they want to play. Yeah. Because you know he wants to play. He's the right. doll aficionado. Yes. All right. So they wanted to do an adoption. Uh, and then it says, uh, Judy says, we don't consider the adoption experience playing in the nursery. Now we're getting technical. Yeah. Okay. They're just dolls. And so they're six and eight year old Adopting, kids. nursery, whatever. Okay. Just let them play. She goes, it's an experience where the little girls bond with their baby dolls through the adoption process. Oh my God. She goes, the doll is weighed, measured, given a name. The birth certificate is completed. Pictures are taken. It's a very special experience to the new mommy. Oh, I'm getting like I'm getting like sick. It's not only sick, but it's weird. It's like I have a feeling when she was little, she never got to play with dolls. And then uh, yeah. she opened this store up and she's like, I'm going to have every girl play with dolls, but they're going to be $300 dolls. I'm not going to have little tiny dolls. Yeah, this just seems to be just way too much. She goes, when the lady brought the little girls in, she simply said they were there to play in the nursery. I did not understand that she meant to do the adoption, and I don't allow children to just go play in the nursery. Again, it's not a nursery. It's just a room with dolls. Yeah. Okay, calm down. I almost like want to take her to a hospital and be like, mega, mega, mega. <laughs> Judy, you see that? That's a nursery. Yeah. Because those are alive. Right. What you have is a store. You have dolls outside of boxes. Okay? <laughs> outside of boxes don't mean they're alive. No. They're still dolls. They're just not in the box. They're still plastic. She goes, I apologize for the misunderstanding on our part. That's a weird apology. Uh, it's like, are you sorry or not? Sorry is easy. Just say you're sorry. And she goes, I invite your girls to come in and complete the adoption process. No. Just let them play. All they want to do is play. What do they you mean? don't want to adopt anything. They're not trying to fill out paperwork. No, they just want to go play. Relax. We're not trying to adopt nobody. I already bought the dolls. Yeah. I've already adopted them. Okay. Yes. If that's what you call purchasing your dolls, I've already purchased two. Okay. For $450, you can let the little girls play in there for a couple hours. Yeah. You don't have to weigh them. You don't have to give them a name. I've given them a name. 
okay? Relax. It's not that serious, okay? I've already bonded with them. Let me just play with the other toys you got sitting around. For $450, I should have lifetime membership to this once-in-a-lifetime experience. That'd be nice if they had memberships there for doll aficionados. Um, They kind of do. It means uh, come and keep making purchases (laughs) (laughs) as long as you live. That was the Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. And I'm Jose Rodriguez. For more information on my upcoming shows, Mi Gente, and my new book, Made for This, go to elliecastro.com. You can find me on social media under Jose A-Rod. Oh, yeah. And on social media, I'm under Ellie Castro Comedy. Viste que facile. Oh, and I'm on Cameo as well under Elizardi Castro. Remember, Mi Gente, life is so much better when you're laughing. Hasta la próxima. Palante. Nos vemos. Nos vemos.